Hey y'all, what's up? I'm Simone Rose and you're listening to the Notebooks and Coffee podcast where we talk about real life and your mental health. As you know, I'm not a licensed therapist. However, each week I get on here and I share my stories with you all in hopes that I can encourage at least one of you to share yours. That being said, grab your cups and let's talk about it. So we are wrapping up our Raising Superhumans series, and I have someone very special with me. She is my best friend that I talk about on the majority of my episodes, Um, my sister who is raising um, one of the most amazing superhumans I've ever met. So, Ingrid, welcome, welcome. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I finally got you on here after me being live for a year. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, we here now. So tell yeah. me your story. Say it again. So tell me your story. What's it okay. like raising your superhuman? Okay, so my superhuman is Avari Fletcher. Eight years after my husband and I got married, we decided to have a baby. And the pregnancy didn't go that well. Um, I stayed sick a lot. I could only eat... Um, cucumbers and pineapples and I only gained five pounds my whole pregnancy and um, we didn't really have like real complications but because it was my first pregnancy mm-hmm. I did have concerns and a couple of times it rushed me to the doctor and um, one of the visits the doctor made a mention that you know um, we really should do amniocentesis and I said no I don't want to do amniocentesis because mm-hmm. um However, my baby comes out, we're keeping it. We're not aborting. We're not giving up for adoption or anything. So if anything's wrong, we'll we'll deal with it. And and they were really pressing me Mm -hmm. um, to have it. And we just didn't want it. So when I think back, I feel like the doctors knew something was wrong, Mm -hmm. but just didn't tell us. So the day Avari was born, um, uh, my husband was recording a video and then all of a sudden, once the doctor pulled the Avari out, because I had a C-section, mm-hmm. it's like Morris just froze. And I was like, what's wrong? And he's like, he couldn't say anything. He couldn't do anything. He was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Something's not right. They just took the baby over somewhere. And now they're pressing on his face really hard. So I told him to stop the video mm-hmm. so we could figure out what was going on. And then come to find out, um, they came over to us to let us know that Avari, uh, they couldn't get his eyes open. Mm-hmm. And didn't have the equipment to pry his eyes open. Mm-hmm. And so um, they couldn't get the eyes open. And they mentioned that one of his ears was deformed. Mm-hmm. And um, that could probably be fixed with cosmetic surgery. And he had what was called a, cle- a cleft palate. Well, mm-hmm. he had a cleft lip and the cleft palate. Mm-hmm. And so um, we were like, fine, we'll be okay. So we got to our recovery room and then later on that night, everything was okay. And we were still trying to come to grips with everything. The doctor came in and said, yeah, they still tried to get his eyes open. They could not get his eyes open. They didn't have the equipment to pry his eyes open. So um, more than likely he doesn't even have eyes. Now, of course, Morris and I, we were like, what? What do you mean don't have eyes? He's so stupid. And he just left out of the room just like that. Mm-hmm. So two days later, we end up at Children's Ophthalmology and come to find out he does not have eyes. So mm-hmm. he didn't have any eyes. And so because of that and the cleft lip and the cleft palate and the ear, 
the um, ophthalmologist felt like something was really going on with the virus. So he sent us to genetics mm-hmm. and children. So we went. And so um, ge- the genetics doctor did testing. Um, and at first they thought he had what was called chromosome 13. Mm-hmm. Um, tris- I'm sorry, trisomy 13, which is missing or damaged chromosome 13. Mm-hmm. But um, two weeks after that, we found out he did not have that. But they did do extensive um, CAT scans of his brain. And we found out that he was missing Mm -hmm. the middle part of his brain. The whole left side of his brain had been replaced with a cyst. And then on the right side of his brain, there was a very teeny thin layer of brain. So Mm -hmm. because of all that, the doctor um, said that he was going to be profoundly retarded. They said that he had what was called, what he has what's called Delman syndrome, and that he probably wouldn't live past um, two weeks. Okay, well we're here eighteen years later. Yes, <laughs> so yes, ever if you listen hard enough, you might hear him screaming upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's because he missed his aunt. Don't tell him I'm coming. Don't worry. About okay. <laughs> How, how did it affect you mentally or how does it affect you now mentally? In the beginning, it was really tough because I started thinking about all the things that I had done that I probably should not have done, mm-hmm. the evil I've done to people, bad things I've said, all of that. So I, in the beginning, honestly, I felt like, you know, this is a repayment for what I had possibly done to other people. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of hard to come to grips with. Um, and I really, I just didn't know what to do because he failed the hearing test mm-hmm. at birth. So we're at home and I'm like, I don't know. He can't hear, he can't see. I don't know really how to know if he's hungry, like if he's scared. I, it just, I didn't know what to do. So mentally I felt, I felt defeated. Mm-hmm. I felt defeated, but I knew I couldn't fail him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there were times where I would just ball up in the shower, just crying, just like crying because I just did not know what to do, but I knew I wasn't going to give up on him. Mm-hmm. And now, um, mentally, I don't know if it's because I've been doing it for so long and I don't really see it as a challenge. I don't see it as an issue or a problem for me, because I know I have to do it. But Mm -hmm. there are times like when, like on the first day of school, that's always hard for me because I see all the kids and they're all my friends who have kids. And, you know, I see all the kids going to school Mm -hmm. and, you know, everybody's posting on all the social media, first day picks this, you know, first day picks. And that used to really bother me. Not that I wasn't happy for them, but I used to get really jealous. Like I would get jealous a lot when mm-hmm. I see people with um, non-superhuman kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would just get jealous. And then when I see people who probably shouldn't even have kids. That blows me. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. really gets under my skin. Yes, I'm like, really? I mean, not wishing bad on them, but like, oh, I get it. I definitely understand. <laughs> I get so, it. Yeah. And then sometimes, you know, I just, it just really, that's the only part that really gets to me. 
And then when I see him mm-hmm. go through some of the illnesses and sicknesses that he go through and knowing that it's nothing I can do to fix it, that weighs heavy on me at times. But for the most part, it, um, you know, we get through. I, for one, am glad he is not going to school because I don't have time to be fighting no little girls for trying to be. <laughs> you will fight a kid, right? I definitely will fight a child. I don't care. <laughs> Y'all can quote me on that. I will fight a child. I don't care. Um, my best friend in Georgia, um, Kiki, her oldest's birthday was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And she texted me. I texted him and he didn't answer the phone. Oh, no. I called. So I texted him and he was like, you know, thanks, auntie. Then he sends her a picture of him, a video of her, him in the bathroom, just chilling. And it was his birthday. He was at school. He said the teachers understood. I didn't fight him on that. But then she <laughs> told me he got like a little girlfriend or some girl that like him. And I was like, oh, no, we not going to do that. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> that's not about that. <laughs> I'm glad about that, but I, I definitely understand. I understand like the being angry, upset, questioning yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I get it all. So throughout all of this, what have you learned or what would you say? What would you what would be your biggest lesson? I my biggest lesson is never give up. And I know the doctors know a lot, but they don't know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know everything. They don't have all the answers. Even like one of the doctors told me, he was like, we're just practicing medicine. So not just practicing and you making hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> right. If you don't so, get all some more practice. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I, I truly feel that love. One, Avari has taught me how to truly love unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Love without getting love back. He really, really has taught me that. And then two, love really does go a long way. It, it really does. I honestly don't feel like Avari would be here if he didn't get the amount of love that, that he actually does receive. Just want to go on yeah. record and say I am the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, his, I'm his favorite human, y'all. His favorite <laughs> Auntie, uh, his favorite everything. Not over me. <laughs> I, said, I said what I said. I'm his favorite. He like <laughs> he loves me. He lights up whenever I come to the room. It only oh takes 3.5 seconds to fall asleep on me. <laughs> I'm loved. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm gonna let you have it for the sake of this session. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me have it. <laughs> so mm. what would you tell? Moms to be or mothers that are raising superhumans that feel like they are alone or don't necessarily know what to do or are afraid when they do get those special tests that something may be wrong and they're like, oh, I can't do it. Like, what would what would you say to them? I would tell them that um, all your feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. And don't let anyone tell you that they're not. But I would also say, embrace it. Embrace it. As as scary as it may be, it's a learning journey. Mm -hmm. And it's a rewarding one. Mm -hmm. One, because you have someone 
you have someone or someone's, because it could be twins, triplets, mm-hmm. that's so fragile and they are totally dependent on you. Mm-hmm. And you've been given the opportunity to, to, to have this mm-hmm. blessing. I'm going to call it a blessing because Avari really is a blessing to me. You've yeah. been given the opportunity to have this blessing. So embrace it, embrace it. And don't, don't look at it negatively at all. And it's easier said than done. Oh, <laughs> definitely. 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 Easier said than done. I'm sitting here thinking like I live, so I have three nephews that are superhuman. Now I'm literally sitting here thinking about it. So there's Avari. Oh, yeah. Um, there is I don't know which one of the six, so I'm not gonna say the name. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got a lot of nieces and nephews. So look, charge it to my head, not my heart. It's a lot to try to remember. But one of Kiki's, I wanna say is Trent. Ooh, you're gonna be in trouble if it's the wrong one. I know, I know, but I'm gonna go with Trent because I really think it is him. Mm-hmm. Um, either Trent or Tristan. One, one of the the small, the younger ones. Um, but they are autistic. Oh, and then Tweety's son, Rocky. Oh, is autistic. Um, Tweety was on here a couple weeks ago. Oh, so That's so cute. So the um. What you guys don't know is that the series was inspired by one of my girlfriends. I did a, I actually made a post on Instagram and I was like, well, what y'all want me to talk about? And the first response that I got was um, raising children with, raising children or adults with special needs. Um, and like I told y'all before, I don't like the words special needs. That's why I call them superhumans because they are way stronger than a lot of us think. And a lot of us are um, in so many different ways. But um, I enjoyed this series. I did. Yeah, that's a really nice one. I ain't cry, y'all, out of none of the episodes. Okay, so this is not our first time trying this. Okay, so so many mishaps <laughs> putting this out. This is what, like the fifth or sixth time. And I'm gonna tell y'all the first time she boohooed. She boohooed worse than me. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, what, 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 what happened? <laughs> and so I'm gonna tell y'all why I cried. Because like she's my best friend. Literally, like, she's been there literally since I was born. I always tell people, like, my mother lost her mind when she got pregnant with me because you were what 17 I was 17 mommy she lost her mind. I lost my mind she <laughs> was graduating high school and then here I come just like oh I'm here um, <laughs> so like literally she's gone through everything with me so watching this and when I say this like this whole miracle play out it's mm. been a journey yeah so yeah i cried the first take that we did the first take we did she made me delete it y'all so that like she said this is like take six or seven i feel like because (laughs) everything happened that tried to keep us from doing this episode she she ain't like the first one i love the first one she ain't like the first one so she made me delete that one and then you know i haven't figured out how to edit yet so 
as I'm recording, just stuff just kept happening. Echoes were happening. Then there was like this weird drag or like high pitch voice. It's this episode took a lot. Mm. <laughs> and then one time we were recording, I was like, wait, pause for a second. Like whispering as if they wouldn't be able to hear me because I'm whispering. In the middle of us recording, she's like, <laughs> what? They can hear you. <laughs> so, so we had to stop. But um, this this was definitely don't have a favorite out of the four that I did, but um, this was definitely the most fun because, like I said, it's my best friend and I've been on this journey with her. Like, Yes, you have. Since day one. Um, and she ain't, she ain't lying. I will fight a child. <laughs> you, talk <about> my <laughs> you talk about my nephew. You look at my nephew crazy. Mm. I, I'll fight you. I don't care. Mm-mm-mm. And that's for any of my babies, but especially this one, like, we oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the series was really fun. Like I'm I'm glad that she decided to be a part of it. I'm but glad like, to oh, be a part of it. Forever to get her to come on the show. Like I've been asking Ingrid for the last year I of me podcasting. Do an episode, do an episode. Mm, so, I've been scared. So shout out to Stephanie. Stephanie was the first person that um did the raising superhumans. And this Stephanie, I know. Yes, Stephanie. Oh, uh huh. Stephanie was the first person to do it. Oh, wow. And it was her idea. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna see if, if I can get Ingrid to do it. And surprisingly, y'all, so Stephanie's idea is the reason she said yes, not because I asked her 15 <laughs> times before the thought even popped up. Oh, my Stephanie's goodness, idea. She was like, oh, okay, that would be great. And I was like, oh, no, good <laughs> And she didn't just. Sure. So we're here. Um, mm. We're wrapping up the series. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. And I will catch y'all next week. All right. <laughs>